Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Now we present an encore presentation of Protect Your Assets with David Hollander. Yep, another week of significant volatility on Wall Street. Dow Jones, guess what? It finished up the week a little bit, 1.2%, but we're off almost 20% year to date. S&P 500, well, not as good, down 1.6%, off over 24% year to date. And the NASDAQ, which I know a lot of you own technology, down 3.1% this week off over 34% for the year. And if you hold international, judged by the EFI, MSCI, you're down almost 30%. Bonds off over 15%. So it seems like there's nowhere to hide. And this volatility has got a lot of you rattled. I know that because we've been hearing it all week. (laughs) Now, what happened this week and why was Thursday such a incredibly volatile day. Well, let's analyze that because I think it's a great place to start in terms of just what volatility means in a bear market. So Thursday, stocks staged in a historic rebound. I was watching the market in the morning and it was down, went down almost 3% S&P 500 now is what I'm talking about, to close up almost 3% by the end of the day. So that's about a 6% move in one day. Why did that happen? And I know you want to know, what does it mean? Great questions. So let's think about this, because you always have to apply knowledge to what's going on. Otherwise, you're going to do the wrong thing. It's that simple. So let's look at the reasons why Thursday was such a volatile day. First, positioning. You may want to write these things down. These are terms that we use on Wall Street, something called positioning. Now, funds, managers were positioned before Thursday for what we're going to call a hot Consumer Price Index, CPI report. We're all waiting for that Thursday. So they were positioned, meaning they bought certain things to get ready for a report that would be hot. Hedge funds were extremely short going into that news on Thursday. Now, what does that mean? Well, when they go short, they buy things that are contrary to the market. In other words, shorting the market. That's what that means. A little bit more about that in a second. So once the markets opened, the funds began to cover those shorts. And that leads to what's called a squeeze because there's just not enough supply out there. So that's what's called a textbook, sell the rumor, buy the news. You may want to quote that because that's straight off uh, the Fed itself. Okay, so that's what happened. That was one reason to cause that sort of volatility. The second reason that day, this all kind of lined up this one day. 
Trust. You know, we've been talking about Prime Minister Trust now for a while. This is the UK again. The Brexit, all that business, right? Remember this little country out there? I know. Sorry, I'm not I'm not saying anything negative about England. It's just something happens over there and the whole world reacts, right? So UK Prime Minister Truss, she essentially, which we asked for a few weeks ago. I know she wasn't listening to me, but we essentially asked for a U-turn. In other words, for her to say, hey, I'm not giving fiscal stimulus to individuals because inflation's going crazy right now. And that's contrary to what the Bank of England is trying to do by raising rates. We said those two don't work. And, well, she did a U-turn on Thursday, essentially firing the fellow who made that great call, which was not great, <laughs> fired him and replaced him and said, you know, publicly, hey, we're not doing that anymore. Market like that. So that happened. The next reason was the ECB, the European Community Bank. There was a Reuters report that happened to hit that morning, which basically implied that the bank, again, these are the people that raise rates in Europe, <clears throat> that the terminal rate may be 2.25%, which, by the way, is 75 basis points, three quarters of 1%, less than expected. So anytime we're going to hear that rates are slowing down or they're stopping that stuff, you're going to see the market go in a positive direction. That's just the way that works. So that happened Thursday. <laughs> I'm not done. <laughs> then we had earnings. And you know I've been talking about this for a while. We had Wabtec. The symbol on that's W-A-B. Remember Westinghouse? Yep. Well, that's something called Wabtec now. Anyways, it's related to Westinghouse. Delta Airlines, which, of course, if you've flown anywhere or gone anywhere, you see how crowded these airplanes are. How could they not be making money? Louis Vuitton, Pepsi, all these companies reported good news. In fact, better than expected. And as long as that continues, the market likes that. So what does that mean for the market? Well, I'm going to tell you, in reality, not much. <laughs> because stocks were frankly oversold when all this stuff hit. Now, the positive lining through all this is if we can get more positive earnings this next week, and the weeks to come, you're going to see strength or positivity in the market. And I think the S&P will probably stay at this range or high 3,000s. I don't see much more than that. But I don't want you to confuse any of this strength, which I'll call it moderate strength, with a reversal or a bottom. Because markets have become numb to high inflation and a Fed... That's hawkish. And this will continue to weigh on the market until we see that inflation is actually declining, which we didn't see Thursday with the CPI report. Still hot. And we see the Fed say, you know what, we're done. We're going to pause or we're going to turn around and go the other way. We need those two things to happen to get a meaningful cor correction on the other direction going back up again. Those are the two things we have to see. And so I would say right now, since you see these bounces, and I call them all kinds of things, dead count bounce, sorry, dead cat bounce, whatever. I mean, this stuff happens. And so maybe you use that 
as the potential and the timing to right size your portfolio, meaning maybe you're in some stuff that you shouldn't be in. I'll talk about this, how you figure that out a little bit in the show here, but that could be a warning sign to you. All right. Now, what about the economy? Well, the CPI, like I said, it came out, the September CPI rose 0.4%. The estimate was 0.2. So we had another reading year over year, 8.2% on inflation. And that's another month that was hotter than expected, showing inflation still here. And like in August, the CPI showed that prices across the board are going up. We all know that. We're feeling it. We talked about that last week. This report happened to focus on housing and rents right now. Check this out. Rents rose 0.8% for the month. This was the biggest jump we've seen in rents since 1990. So the bottom line is inflation is sticky and it's still around. And so that's why the Fed's going to keep doing what they're doing. So I don't expect this to go away for a little bit of time. Now, what are your support levels? What are the indicators you should be looking for? On the upside, on the S&P, right down 3791. If we get through that, it could go higher. On the downside, right now, 3534. I know what you're saying. What if it hits 35.34? Then what? Good question. 34.27. All right. Write those down. So if we go through those, we close below those with volume. It's just more pain, folks. That's just what's going on. So next week. There we go. So next week, I'll give you an example. We are looking for housing numbers. Housing is going to be a very interesting area. A lot of people said you missed the market. You're trying to sell right now and you can't get bids or prices on your homes. You may want to pull it off. This may not be the time to be selling real estate. Why? The 30-year look at the 30-year borrowing rate right now. It's over 6%. It's a lot of money. So a lot of the buyers are drying up and going away, and that's not good if you're trying to sell something right now. Investment advisory services are offered through Liberty Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. The strategies mentioned are not suitable for everyone. The information expressed does not consider your specific situation or objectives and may not be appropriate for all investors. Past performance is not indicative of future results. To better understand the risk associated with investing and how it reacts to different market conditions, listeners should always consult with their qualified investment professionals, financial advisors, legal or tax specialists and conduct their due diligence before making any financial decisions or taking any action. The legal information provided on the air is not intended to substitute for callers hiring their lawyers to advise them about personal legal matters. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Liberty Group LLC paid for the following program and the host's views and opinions do not represent those of the station or its ownership. California Life Agent number 048569. Persons engaging the services of one affiliate of Liberty Group LLC companies should be aware that each company is operated separately. You're listening to the Protect Your Assets Radio Network. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.